0: What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Episode 9 of The Fade. Once again, I'm joined by my colleagues Steve Laurie, Ethan McLeod, and Dylan Pupo. We're missing Cam Britt this week. You know, a little bit sick. Might have hit the Chiefs cold that they're catching, but hey, we're going to go on without them. Uh, Super Bowl predictions, guys. What do we got for this Sunday? I know most of us here are Birds fans. What do we got here going on with the Chiefs-Eagles? Honest opinions.
1: Eagles are gonna win, dude. Just because all the injuries and stuff going around with the Chiefs, and now everybody's getting sick over there, and it's just they're they're banged up right now, man. It's not the Philly or the Eagles are for the most part fully healthy, and I saw that they're slight favorites to win the game. But I'm either way, man. Honestly, I'm rocking with with the Eagles this one. It's not even because I'm a fan; it's just because I think they're the more dominant team in the matchup.
2: Yeah, it's a, it's definitely gonna be a good matchup, and you know, with the Chiefs being banged up, obviously, like with with uh, Chris Jones and them like getting an illness, that's not gonna help their defense out, and they need all the defensive line they can get against our line. Um, but honestly, with like with offense, uh, I think Miko Hardman was just ruled out earlier today. Uh, I don't I don't think that really matters too much because Mahomes lost Tyree Kill and. Look where he's back in the Super Bowl. So I don't I don't think that really matters as long as he has Travis Kelsey. But uh yeah, MVS struggle. They might struggle a little bit defensively, but uh I, 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 I think it should be a good matchup on both sides.
3: You know, from the get go, once we were doing predictions for the <laughs> NFL playoffs, I was taking I was going with my heart a little bit. Not a little bit, a lot of it. The entire playoffs, I was just going with my heart. I wanted Burrow to lose, so I was taking Josh Allen. I wanted the Cowboys to win, so I was taking the Cowboys. And every time I wanted the Eagles to lose, so I was saying they're going to lose this week. They're gonna, like the, the Giants had no shot. I just was trying to go with the prediction. But this time, it's just it's just different. I just think the Eagles are the team. They're they're the better overall team. They're the more healthy team. And at this time of the year, a lot of it does come down to health. I mean. I think that the Chiefs have a chance. They have Patrick Mahomes under center. You have a chance, but I just think it's going to be too much to handle. It will be a close game. It will be a shootout, but I'm taking the Eagles this one.
1: And, Dylan, um, we hope you're not saying this because Micah Parsons put his input and said, bring one back to the, <laughs> the NFC East. We hope you're not following in the footsteps. Oh, and, and when I see
3: that, I see uh, everyone saying Micah wants to be an Eagle. Like, an Eagle. <laughs> we don't. Eagles yeah. yeah, do He's a big Cowboys guy. grew up a Dallas
1: fan, yeah.
0: You know, th- honestly, thanks, Dylan, for giving the birds a little bit of your prediction. You know, we thought maybe a little bit of bias sort of came with it. I'm, I'm hoping we don't get jinxed here because, you know, the last couple weeks with what you've been thinking. Hasn't really been in uh, the NFL script, as I should say. So I don't know if Goodell's been watching this and saying, you know, this Dallas fan needs a little rude awakening, but whatever. That's I'm going true, my true. my prediction. I'm going, I'm going Philly. Not even yeah. Not just because I'm an Eagles fan. I was trying to think of scenarios today where there's a chance that the Chiefs might win this. I think if Mahomes goes off, yeah. But I I think their run game is going to get absolutely dwindled down. But like if I had to go and take my dark horse for it, I would take maybe the. A, like an Isaac Pacheco, or yeah, I don't think they're gonna have that like receiver that's gonna really do anything. You know, they don't really have speed if if Hardman's out. So there's no one that's really a downfield threat. By Scanley, all right, but yeah, I'm taking Philly in this, and uh, I'd love to hear your guys' opinions on or predictions, opinions on a dark horse for the Super Bowl, maybe MVP or who do you think's gonna produce besides. They're big, like, star players.
1: Um, for the Eagles, dude, I think Devontae Smith has played in these type of games before. He won a high school t- state championships. He's played in national championships, and he's about to play in a Super Bowl. He just has the experience in, in high-stakes games, and I think he's going to be one to keep an eye on in this game. And the Chiefs don't really have corners, man. I think they have two rookie corners going against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith.
0: I think my D- McDuffie's out, right? Or yeah, he-
1: so that's going to be a major, major problem for them. Even if they do start doubling A.J. Brown, that's just going to open up the room for Skinny. So I think, yeah, I think he's my dark horse for Philly. And like you said, I think, uh, think Isaiah is a nice little dark horse for Kansas City because he's been he's been playing – Pretty pretty good in the playoffs, man. And I, I had pretty high hopes with him um, in the beginning of the season. I know Eddie did too. And Ethan, go ahead.
2: Uh, well, uh, first of all, uh, I think McDuffie is playing. I think I think he's a he's a full.
0: Yeah, I I didn't know if oh, he was really? questionable. I didn't. I know he was questionable. I didn't know. I know they marked Hardman out, but yeah. I didn't know if that McDuffie.
2: I think McDuffie was a full participant today.
1: All um, right. Um
2: well I have I actually have two bold predictions. All right. So F- Super Bowl 52. We all know the Eagles won. They beat the Patriots 41-33. I think it'll be the same score. 41-33. No way. Yeah. Uh, it's it's in it's in the script. I mean they, they released a script that said it was gonna be 37 to 34.
0: Yeah, see I've I've been seeing a 37-34 going around. Yeah. Well, obviously
2: obviously they want to release that so everyone puts their bets on that and loses money. Yeah. But, so that's so that's one. Uh another like player prop stat that I like, I think for some reason I think Jarek McKinnon's gonna score two touchdowns. I think that the Chiefs are gonna be behind in the second half and Mahomes is gonna be dumping the ball off because he's going to have pressure in his face. I think they'll have Jared McKinnon in uh, more of the passing situations than Pacheco. And I could see, I could see him, uh, you know, squaring out for two, two touchdowns.
3: So I, for the chiefs, I have a little weird one, but uh, my player is uh Kadarius Tony. I'm going with Kadarius. I think, uh, I don't know how healthy Juju is, if he's even going to be playing, but I think someone needs to step up in the receiving court and they traded for a midseason. So I think Kadarius is a great athlete. And I think he'll end up having a decent game and uh, for the Eagles, I'm going with uh, Kenneth Gainwell. I mean, like he's there's, there's going to be a bunch of rushing touchdowns in the game. And I think he's just due for at least one. And I think he'll have a decent game. So that's my guy for the Eagles.
0: I'm taking I, – Ethan, I like that McKinnon. I like that McKinnon.
3: Sure.
0: Yeah, that's a, Yeah, Eric McKinnon's been stepping up, dude. He got right. up, forgot about for a while after he left Minnesota and was supposed to be this stud when he got picked up by San Fran a few years ago. But I'm still going to stick with Pacheco possibly. And I'm going to say this. The game-winning touchdown is going to come from Boston Scott. You heard it here first. And I'm not really that big of a Boston Scott guy, but the game-winning touchdown is going to come from Boston Scott. I
1: like that. Yeah, yeah I, th- I, I like Boston think Boston Scott.
2: It's the Eagles, they get beat a lot. They don't really get beat by, like, the physical running backs. They get beat by, like, the speed guys, like, off, off the edge.
0: If
2: there's one place you could beat the Eagles' defense it's off the edge. If you can get, if you could get around that you could you could break free.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I can I can definitely see them throwing like stuff out to the outside, like little dump off screens to McKinnon. Yeah. And he tears it up. But um like for Kansas City, they need to get up early in this game. If that's just like my mindset, like for Kansas City. They need to get up really early in this game. Both teams do, but for Kansas City knowing they're not fully healthy and like Dylan said, this is a game about like towards the end of the season. It's it kind of comes down to who's more healthy. Like, do we think Pat Mahomes is fully healthy with his ankle? I wouldn't say fully healthy, but I would say there's there dude, the Eagles are going to be pressuring him a lot, you know? So it is what it is with that. Yeah, I think
2: I think that the Eagles actually have to get off to a fast start more than the Chiefs do. Cuz the all all season the Eagles really they've been up
0: what time of possession?
2: They, they've been up by fourteen plus at the end of that half mm-hmm. the games. So I think like for them to be like in their spot in their groove where they're used to being, I think they yeah. they have to be up early. But the Chiefs like they're they're used to being in close games. Like they they play down to their to the level of their opponent most of the times. Like we see saw earlier this year, they barely beat the, te- the Texans in the overtime, and then the next week they. They be they could be the best team.
0: See, I, I the only reason I said Philly needs to jump off to that is because a lot of people are. I know the Eagles are favored it, but a lot of people are taking Kansas City in this game, just because of two specific people, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. That's why I feel like they need to really get started because once the Eagles, which are I'm now I am going to say they are the best defense in this league right now. Once they keen in on Travis Kelsey, and like I said, there's no McCole Hardman that can run these big deep routes and open up the field, besides maybe MVS. If they can if they get up to a big lead, it's gonna they need Philly to throw the ball. Philly is the best rushing team in the league. That's why I mean they need to get up early in this game because you want Philly throwing the ball. No offense to Jalen Hurts. I love him. But to be honest most teams would rather have him just keep throwing even though he's been proven he can throw the sling of rock this year most teams now want him in this situation in big situations can he throw you know last week I, I think he he had less than 200 yards or in the championship game and he didn't even throw a tutty. so again that's where it's going to come get up early so he can throw the ball
1: I think he I think he is going to end up throwing for a lot, though, because let's face it, Jalen Hurts isn't going to win the MVP. Um, I think he's upset about that, and I think he wants to come back and win the Super Bowl MVP here. I think he's going to throw for 250, maybe 300, maybe for a couple touchdowns, maybe have one rushing. But that's asking for a lot in a Super Bowl from a guy that has no experience in it, so we'll see what happens. But I'm hoping for
3: it. I mean... If it's going to be a close, I, I don't want, I don't think you should want it to be like close at all. Cause in a shootout, I'm taking Pat Mahomes. I, I just, I am. And I think like you guys said, the Eagles need to get into it like with a lead so they could run the ball, keep the ball away from Mahomes, and just keep their lead. If they get behind, if the chiefs come out and they get up 14, that's exactly what the chiefs want. I mean, I know you guys say Jalen hurts is experience, but like, like you said, like this year, he hasn't really had to like crawl back into a game. So, I mean, doing that on the biggest stage, too, which I don't want to bring it up, but he does have a little bit of history of not playing too great in a big game. I mean, the national championship, he was taken out. So, I mean, if he gets down early, you don't know what psychological, like, thoughts are going through his head, and he can lose his confidence. But I th- I do think the Eagles will end up taking the lead, and I think they'll run, they'll run the ball a lot more than they throw. But, you know, like I said, if it comes down to throwing the ball, I'm, I'm taking the Chiefs if it comes down to a shootout.
1: I just think dude this is the this game for Jalen Hurts is the the final piece for his story, dude. If he wins this game and gets a super bowl ring, dude, honestly, like that is such a great underdog story, man. Just yeah. like look at all the hate this kid took. And now he's an MVP caliber player, he's competing in a Super Bowl against Patrick Mahomes. Like it's just a, a wild story for me, man. I hope he's yeah. still to play long term
0: i definitely agree with you steve like that is a storybook uh, but i don't think it's a storybook ending i think this is the start of a career like to be honest man like i will be upset if philadelphia loses this game horribly but dude like to be honest man no one really expected all of this you know we were counted out before to anything even happened so like but Jalen Hurts, dude, he was the one who was counted out. Like this guy worked his his tail off, dude, weeks in and weeks out. No one could really go and diss him because, dude, like everyone counted him out. Everyone said, "Oh, he's a a running back, this and that." Like he can't throw the dude. ball. I yeah. wasn't
1: on Jalen Hurts last year.
0: You know, like dude, when he was at the combine, they asked him, they're like, "Are you willing to go and be a, like transform to a running back?" And he's like, "No, like I'm I'm my position is I'm a quarterback." When you watch his interviews, he is probably the most humble guy you can meet. And just, like, that's why a lot of people, like, you can't disrespect him, man. Like, he's went, he's been proving that he's a top quarterback in the league. There's not many quarterbacks that are as humble as that, too. And just he's a young quarterback. He's, like, what, 24 years old? twenty sure. Yeah, 24, yeah. Young leader. And he's, he's leading the locker room. So I think – in all aspect, that even if he does lose this game, that there is a contract that should be waiting for him, whether this is he wins or loses this game.
1: Well, yeah, Jeffrey Lurie already said that. Um, he came out a couple days ago and he said that Jalen Hurts doesn't have to prove anything else; he he's earned his contract. So we'll yeah. see how much they offer him in the offseason. Hopefully, hopefully it's not too too much. But
3: no, I, mean, I know you guys will be like what? goggles but i i honestly like i'm not trying to diss him just because i'm a cowboys fan i really still have doubts on jalen hurts uh i think he obviously improved a lot as a passer this year but like i mean like the f- two playoff games he had and he hasn't thrown for 200 yards so like that just shows you how like he wasn't
0: saying, he wasn't he wasn't needing to throw the ball though they were really know.
3: running the ball heavy dude that's yeah but that's what i'm saying like throughout the year like Fans have been saying, you know, it, it. You guys joke the system. I'm not saying it's the system. I'm saying like he has greatness. He, he, the Eagles are great all around. They're they're off. That offense is just great. The offensive line is amazing. He has, you know, weapons everywhere. He's a weapon himself. But I'm just saying, like, so like I'm not completely sold. Like, you know, like if if Mahomes sat there in his first year making the playoffs, I'm not saying like, and he. His first year making the playoffs, the first two games he threw for 150 yards and they ran the ball the whole time made the Super Bowl. I just think people would be like question that a little bit. They'd be like, you know, like we want to see him prove it. I'm not saying Jalen can't, but I want to see it in the Super Bowl. I want to see him prove that he, he can
0: sling my rock.
3: Yeah, yeah. Let's see it like when it matters the most and let's see him actually sling it. I mean, he, he was doing it during the regular season, but anybody could do it during the regular season.
0: See now, say this game comes down to where it's like a big defensive battle, and it's like a thirteen to ten game, right? Do you still get a ring, right? But does it factor then Does that factor to where what they do in the game or where they got them all season? Is it in a, in a, Tom Brady? No, well, that's where, where I'm trying to go off of the Tom well, that, Brady Super Bowl against the Rams. Exactly, that's what I I, I think. Tom Brady, like
3: they say, like. Is Mahomes going to catch him? Like, no. Like, unless he's just extremely lucky. I think Brady was lucky. I think – I mean, like, if Malcolm Butler – what, Yeah, what was Butler, it? yeah. If Butler doesn't pick that ball off, Brady loses a Super Bowl. But, no, since he did, Brady gets credited with, oh, he won another Super Bowl. It's all over. Brady mm. wins again. Mm. Okay, was it really Brady, though? Like, no, if it wasn't for the defensive back – it's a team sport. Yes, same thing, yeah. Same thing with, like, you know – Vinnie
0: wow. won him a few a ring, yeah. you know. There's a multiple times where people bail Tom out. Yeah, so,
2: the only Super Bowl he really won himself was the Falcons against the Falcons.
3: I mean, I obviously, yeah. I'd agree with that. Yeah, and, and the, the best Super Bowl he's ever had was against the Eagles, and he lost. Like yeah. that was the, he threw for five oh five. Like mm-hmm. that was the best Super Bowl I've ever, <laughs> seen and he and he lost. So it just shows that it's a, it's just a team sport and. Too many, who, too many times the quarterback gets blamed.
0: Who the hell was Malcolm Butler then, even after that interception? You know what I mean? Like, no no offense to Malcolm, bro. Great play. Like, that's going to be an all-time thing. But, but who was he after
1: that? You know what I mean? That was,
0: one play, that was one play that defined his career. And then after that, dude, he never did anything else.
1: I was just going to say that he wasn't like a stud corner. Yeah, elite. Yeah.
3: And and I, and I think, like, it goes for Jalen Hurts, too, like. If he loses this game, I'm not sitting there saying, like, he's trash. Like, I'm not. Like, he had a great mm. – And just because you don't win the Super Bowl doesn't mean that you're not a great quarterback or whatever. But I just want to see more of, like <sighs> – But it's hard to say because he might have this team. I don't know if they're going to lose anybody in this offseason. If they win it, they might uh, lose. Yeah, they're going they go to lose a good amount. They might lose – I mean, like, offensive line and stuff. Not, really, not really offense, but a lot of –
0: They'll, yeah, end up, yeah. they'll end up. They'll losing. Uh, probably say Amalu. He's gonna probably definitely be gone. And then I'd probably say like Sanders. And if he don't come back, anything but under Sanders 10-0.
1: really wants to stay though, man. He might yeah. at this point just take the the offer that they give him, dude. He really wants to stay mm-hmm. in Philly.
3: Like say Jalen Hurts had a battle offensive line, like a bad one, like Justin Herbert, right? Like, yeah. is he going to struggle a lot more? See, but
0: you you can't necessarily because he thing. he did that though, Dylan. His first his first year when he started taking over for Wentz and last year, their offensive line was weak because there was a lot of injuries. So no one, what I what I don't like is no one can go and necessarily say, all right, it's because of this and this the system. When you build good and you build right. And you work with your cap room. You do all the right things. What you build around your team is how you do it. And that's thanks to the front office who does that stuff, who goes and restructures contracts, who goes and trades players or puts guaranteed – puts all this stuff together. He got all the pieces together. If people had like the Chargers, they had good front office people, they would understand that you can go and build a line. You can go and do all this. Would I love Austin Eckler as an Eagle? You have one of the top three to five running backs in the league. You know, receiving running backs, let alone too. That you dump it off out of the backfield. Imagine all the run after catch at Austin Eckler. That is
1: true, yeah. Justin Herbert always has
3: that that option to Yeah.
0: I mean I just
3: I just seen uh, a whole lot of Jalen Hurts standing back there like with nothing, like no pressure at all. Like, I'm not saying he hasn't faced any pressure, but I've seen a lot where, like, he gets back, he he catches a snap and he's standing back there, and like, there's like, he's not even in a pocket. Like, the the Eagles offensive line is a straight line. Like, nobody's getting pushed off at all. He's just, (laughs) but that's
0: not his fault. That's That's
3: not
1: his fault.
3: You're
0: taking it the wrong way. I'm not saying, no, no, I understand. I'm I'm
3: saying what I want to see. I want to see when he does have to deal with, because mm-hmm. you're not going to go your whole career where you're just. You
0: know, yeah, no, that's understandably him. so. Yeah. I think
3: I think the Eagles have such a efficient run game that like, I was just reading up on something today and it said how the Eagles are the number one team to face man coverage. Yeah. And they're like, why do you think that they actually asked Devontae and they're like, why do you think that you guys are the number one team when to face man coverage when you have you Dallas Goddard, AJ and he's like, well, cause we could run the ball. Like, so like you either you either could let us run the ball and play like zone and then we're gonna eat the clock, or you could just play man so we can't try to stop our run, make us throw. At least it gives you some time with the ball. Like at least you get the ball back. So like like I said, I mean that's also another thing that benefits a quarterback if you could if you have man on man coverage with great receivers, you're gonna end up having easy you know wide open receivers a lot of the time. No. Yeah. Yeah. I
2: mean, when's, when's, the, when's the last time you saw an MVP caliber quarterback on a bad team? It really doesn't happen. Not yet. What's no, most, I, well, MVP?
0: because because no. Ethan, no. Ethan, no. You know, no. Ethan, you know it, Ethan, you know it best. You know it best that even in the NBA, there's very good players that don't get considered. There is good players like dude that should be considered MVP, but I agree in in the NFL, it's different, right? No. Yeah, NFL is definitely
2: the most team sport you can get. And I think NBA, NBA, a a player can go off for forty and carry his team, but the NFL, you need you need the offensive line blocking, you need the running back blocking, running running routes, you need the wide receivers doing their things, You, you need the whole team behind you to be successful.
3: And and that's what I'm trying to say. Like people they take it as a diss because I know you guys like love Jalen Hurts, but it's not even a diss. It's actually a compliment how well built the team is. Like it mm-hmm. is. The Eagles ha- the Eagles are like a very well I think I think they're the second most complete team in the NFL behind the Niners, but the Niners had to deal with some quarterback injuries. But
0: mm-hmm.
3: but I mean I still think I mean they might even be the number one. It's close.
0: Do you do Dylan? Do you think though, if Brock Purdy played that game, what 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 was the outcome then going to be?
3: I think the Niners were going to win, but I mean, I could the Eagles could have won. Like I think it would have been a close game. I think it would have been a a a pretty good game. Like I don't think the Eagles are blowing out the Niners with Purdy. I don't. I don't
1: think anything could have stopped that havoc.
0: Uh, I swear to God, I said, I said this a while ago. I said, dude, Brock Purdy is gonna, gonna get it, dude. <laughs> like he had his wake up call, and that was no offense. Like I'm not saying this as just an Eagles fan. He would have got destroyed that game, and I'm not joking. That game, he would have got absolutely obliterated. Even, dude, no offense to Josh Johnson, but Josh Johnson didn't even. Josh Johnson could have done something but he didn't even have time to throw the ball he's getting nailed the eagles are i just have a good d line man josh johnson couldn't catch a snap one time
3: <laughs> he was chopping
0: snaps yeah he was over on the sidelines bro eating popcorn he didn't expect to come in
2: <laughs> yeah is dizzy.
0: dizzy yeah it's dizzy
2: what do you guys think of uh like all the forty ers players like Ayuk uh, and Kittle coming out and saying like yeah, if we had a quarterback we would have won. And things would have been
1: different. I think at this point they're just acting how I mean a normal team would, but now they're just kinda acting like sore losers, man, because yeah. Brandon Ayuk saying, Oh, I'd bet everything that I own, my house, my cars, whatever like no you wouldn't, bro. You would not bet everything you own. <laughs> like,
3: That's right, Lori. they're him. just
1: talking the talk, bro. And at this point, you're just being a sore loser. I mean, Kittle's a great player, don't get me wrong, but just you don't know what the outcome would have been just because of Brock Purdy, you know what I mean? Brock Purdy could have choked that game, you know what I mean? Could have threw two, three interceptions if he didn't get hurt, you know what I mean? You can't just say, oh, if we had Purdy, we would have won that game. He got hurt really early on. So you can not yeah. predict that outcome. I think the,
2: it's – they they're acting like it it was a close game.
1: Right, right. It was a blowout. One more time,
2: they would have won.
3: Right. If but
0: won. Dylan Dylan was right.
3: And just not having a quarterback. Exactly. I think, it's, I think it comes to like there's a lot of emotions that go into the game and like the whole season and stuff. So I think they're a little bit like hurt right now. Like, hmm. and then they're just speaking, but like not actually like. Just like keeping their mouth shut because they like when people like their emotions are high like that they just speak out of like their heart. But like
2: mm-hmm.
3: at the end of the day, like you got to actually sit there and like you can't be saying that. I think you got to like a, a leader like Kittle should just like not be saying anything right now. Should just be getting ready. Like I mean, not necessarily getting ready for the next season, but like sort of you know may take your like weeks off or whatever and then get back to it. But
1: I don't yeah, know. like McCaffrey said, oh well, I hope both team lo- both teams lose.
3: Yeah. Obviously, that's
1: not gonna happen.
3: Well, <laughs> like, why is
1: he saying like that's something like that you can actually say to just like joke around? Like Brandon Ayuk is just annoying with that. Like he wasn't even really an impact in playoffs, to be honest with you. So,
2: yeah, yeah. Go, go ahead one. and
1: bet your house and your cars and stuff, dude. You'll lose it.
0: Yeah, because I seen yeah Ayuk was like I uh the Eagles whatever never faced anyone like the Chiefs or something like that. And he was like, "I'm willing to bet all everything on the Chiefs. Go ahead,
1: like say something like McCaffrey said, dude. That's like funny. Yeah, Mm -hmm. like, but no,
0: but no offense, man. You're sitting at home, and then who? I think who was it from? Was it someone from? uh, Was it Ayuk, dude? Who said that? He's like, yeah, I'm not even watching the game.
3: Kittle and uh, said that. That was, that was that was Bosa.
0: That was Bosa. Bosa, oh, Bosa. Yeah, he goes. He's watching,
3: on... dude. Yeah. Like, okay, man. Are you kidding,
1: bro? You ain't watching the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like, <what>? I, <laughs> I, it's just, dude. It's just again, like that's like poor sportsmanship and poor losers. Like, dude, yous are willing the week before to go and push little Brett Maher around. Come up to the come up to Philly, dude, and like tell tell Jake Elliott. That he's not going to do something. You know what I mean? Little little Jake Elliott would have started nibbling on their ankles.
1: <laughs> they were probably beating up Josh Johnson in that locker room after the game. <laughs> he, he couldn't catch a snap to save his mother's life.
0: Oh, oh dude. It, it's a sad – Because, dude, you look at Josh Johnson and uh, before when he started warming up, Kittle looks over and he just goes like this. He's like, oh, oh, oh. And he he looks at Johnson. He's like, "Let's go, Josh. You got this." And Josh is just looking at everyone. He's like, "None of you wanted to talk to me this whole season up until now."
1: <laughs> and then he gave him the thirteen reasons why, Mopstick.
0: Yeah, stick. yeah. <laughs> He'll give it to him. <laughs> Poor Josh Johnson, dude. The guy's been a been a carousel around the league, dude. Had his one opportunity, and just squandered it, man. Imagine a story that that would have been for Josh Johnson. <laughs>
1: now he's just gonna add another team under his belt next yeah. year
0: yeah so he'll be dirty some year dirty in his late 30s still to be on his fucking runners.
1: 30th team mm-hmm. i mean
2: i'm
3: making two million a year.
0: yeah hey more more than a lot of other people are making but all yeah. right
3: enough of the egos and their their little victory
0: all right yeah we'll go on then um Is that like all right? Is Andy Reid and just quick one? Andy Reid's all time great head coach, right? Oh,
2: absolutely.
0: Yeah. And and I know this is this is uh, Dylan's uh, little one here. Is Gronk making the halftime field goal at the Super Bowl? Where where would you tell the fans to go and uh, place their bets here? Is it a yes or a no?
3: I mean. I was just thinking about it, and I was like – I was going back and forth with myself, and I decided he's, he's just going to make it. He's going to make it, and he's going to start running around, the camera's going to be following him as he runs around with his arms up, and the crowd's just going to be going nuts for him. And when it happens, we're all just going to cheers our beers as we're watching it on TV.
0: Yeah.
3: Because I'm going to win some money doing it. And you'll be wearing
0: your I don't care shirt. Are you betting – Dylan, are you betting on him?
3: Oh, yeah, absolutely.
2: I'm betting on it. A- <laughs> I'm looking up. I'm looking up what the odds are right now. Steve, are you?
0: Steve, are you taking? Are you taking Gronk to hit how, this? How field far
1: way? is he? Is he kicking this? That's field an board. extra
0: point. An extra point, like thirty, thirty-five yards.
1: That's asking a lot from a yeah. guy dude, that doesn't kick balls, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> like, like Gronk's the man, dude. He shoots. He shoots like guns and stuff like that. He's pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> He posts videos. You ever see him shooting that minigun, dude? Mm, yeah. video of him shooting the minigun. He's like, Oh yeah, well, he's ripping it.
3: Well, he he's said, the he, man. said uh, he said if he makes it, he'll come out of retirement and kick for the cowboys. He said Jerry Jones. Yeah. He said uh, you would like that. He said, Jerry Jones, give me a call, I'll come out and be a kicker.
1: They can give him the money they were gonna pay Dak. <laughs>
0: Dak's being paid, man. Yeah, gonna nah. be paid, I know he's gonna
1: bad, be paid. Man. They they're committed to him. They came out and said it. Eat. you got the odds there? I couldn't find him on Fanduel.
0: Yeah, there's nothing on Fanduel. Probably like these other streaming sites.
2: Yeah, definitely somewhere.
0: I'm, I'm taking Gronk's not hitting this. No way.
2: I, I think I think he I think he's gonna hit this. I I think he'll probably these two weeks he's probably been training every day, going oh. out kicking fifty field goals.
0: Who's holding it, dude? Who's holding it? Brady. Imagine Tom Brady holds that, dude.
3: How? I mean, I don't know. Someone that was funny that I just thought about is, it would be funny if Kevin Hart would hold it. (laughs) Because he's just funny and he's an Eagles fan. He'll be there. Yeah. Seeing him like interact with Gronk and stuff. I could see him doing something like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, little Kevin Hart doing something
3: like that. um, Roger Goodell. Let's get Kevin in there and give me the credit for uh, bringing up the idea.
0: Hey, if, if that happens, man, you know, you, you should probably be dancing with Rihanna for the halftime show. <laughs> you know? But going off of that, we'll go uh, – we're getting off the Super Bowl. We'll go with a little bit of rumors. Chargers need some cap space. They're thinking about releasing Keenan Allen and Khalil Mack. What's your guys' like takes on these moves that are coming there?
1: I think the the Keenan Allen one would be a pretty smart move I mean given that he had some injury trouble in the beginning of the season and stuff like that and I mean Dylan I mean you, me and you were talking about how Hopkins could maybe come to Dallas but think about what Keenan Allen could do over there man you know what I mean if they paid him the right dollar I think Keenan Allen could be a a really good weapon for Dallas over there I hate to say it because I like Keenan Allen a lot but He's he's really good in the slot, man, and so is C D Lamb. But if you have both of them, I think I would put Keenan Allen in the slot still and just let him do his thing and then let G D get better on the outside. So that's definitely something for Dallas to consider. And then Khalil Mack, I don't I don't I wouldn't release Khalil Mack, dude. He's he is so good, man. Like I w he's one of the best linebackers in the league, man. There's no way I would get rid of him there really isn't
2: yeah um i mean keenan allen is making 14 mil a year
0: something like that that they'd get off yeah and they get off like 14 and a half mil if they released him
2: i mean that that would be good for them cuz you know their their cap is not looking too great right now um now he's he's when he's been injured their offense is like really hasn't been good, so I think that that would actually be like a, a really big loss for them. Um, and Mike Williams, he can't seem to stay healthy either. So
0: he's is he is Williams on his rookie contract or did they give him like a three year no. something? No, he's not on the rookie deal. Yeah, he's not
1: on his rookie deal
0: no more. So they gave him like a three mil, not more than that. Or no, not three mil. I mean three years.
2: I think. I think so.
0: Yeah, because I I just seen Keenan out or not Keenan, uh, Khalil Mack's making like twenty four mil mil a year with the Chargers, but they converted a little bit over, but they'd save like twenty four mil by even releasing him.
1: I really don't see them getting rid of Khalil Mack, dude. Honestly, I, doing I, could, anything, I don't.
2: I don't I don't think he's worth that money, but he is a, an extraordinary player. That's yeah, what
1: I mean.
0: like, yeah, yeah, like he's a very, he's a very good player that you would want. But dude, like, and they just got him. Yeah, they got him this last offseason. Yeah. he's get, he's getting up there in age. He's getting up there in age, and at the same time, dude, you can go and move on, man, and give some of these young guys like you have Joey Bosa, who's a, a douchebag, but. Joey Bosa is uh, – he's on, he's pretty good, actually. How much is
1: he making?
0: Bosa, he's on a big deal, I think.
1: That's what I mean, dude. Like, he hasn't really been – I mean, I think Khalil Mack might even play a little bit better than him.
3: Yeah, they ain't going to get – I don't think they're going to get rid of either, like, you know, Khalil Mack or anything because defensive ru- pass rush is just so big in the NFL. It's like – Yeah. Man, it's worth it to have them, guys. That's what I mean. Um. But, like, you know, Keenan Allen, I'm sure that that actually probably is a real possibility because uh, he's he's older. He's 30-something. I, I, I don't want to say 33, but I could be wrong. Yeah, uh, I, don't like, think he's I think yeah, he's 30 31. 30, 31. Okay, but he's in his 30s. Yeah. And he just missed, what, how many games this year with a hamstring injury or whatnot? 60. I think a lot 60. of
1: games, yeah. I had him in fantasy, dude. It sucked having him.
3: So that's, that's a lot of – games you're missing in the year and especially at that age and for the amount of money he's getting paid i, I mean that's a real possibility but i don't think Coil max going anywhere
1: i mean um going back to keaton allen he did play pretty good i mean when he was in he wasn't playing terrible like that's what i said that's what i was saying about dallas maybe looking
3: into him if they're trying i, I really like him but i mean i don't want dallas to get him for the
0: simple fact of injury He's like a Mike Gallup, though, anyways, too. It would be another Amari
1: like, Cooper situation with the Hammond, man.
0: You know who I yeah, think
3: might, might come to town for Dallas, and I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I don't want it to happen, but, like, it'd be cool if it worked out. But uh, Michael Thomas.
1: Ooh. That would be – I actually he, saw something about that, dude, like two days about,
3: ago. The Saints are talking about uh, they're going to cut him. Or whatnot, because he just restructured his deal or something to make like a lot less money and it made it so that they could cut him or whatever or really release him. He did them good by that, yeah. And I mean, so I could see him becoming a free agent in the offseason. And you know, that's another guy that you could put that's not going to be in the slot, you're going to have him on the outside and put CD in the slot, and that would work out well. But
1: that's a good one, too, because even if the Saints were to lose him, they have all this young talent that's starting to evolve, so they don't really need to hang on for Michael to Michael Thomas that much longer anymore. Anyway, so I yeah. can I could see that happening for sure, dude. They, I think Olave is gonna gonna take over over there very sor- shortly, and they already have Kamara. Andy Dalton's not the long term option over there. If I'm
3: well, yeah, and just like you know, like we were talking about with Derek Carr. I mean, Derek Carr might be heading that way. Yeah. So. Another like
1: they, they definitely have some tools over there, man. They're they're pretty close to becoming not a Super Bowl contender, but like a playoff contender.
3: What do you guys think with the whole Derek Carr stuff?
0: I think that's a good fit. I think yeah. with, I think with one of what one of these guys said last week about Winston going to the Bucks.
1: Dylan said that.
0: Yeah, I think that was a good. I think that's a really good fit for Derek Carr. I think there's a lot of opportunity over there that they're like. Again, a quarterback away and maybe a few offensive line pieces away from being a very good team. And that division's is very wide open for anyone. I think Derek Carr going to the Saints makes a lot of sense. I didn't think of it in the beginning because, you know, I thought, you know, I think Winston still has another year on that contract. And, like, Taysom Hill, he's not the quarterback. But Taysom Hill still has, like, two or three years still on that big contract he signed. But most of what people don't know about Taysom Hill's contract is most of that was incentives. Like it said, four years, a hundred like sixty mil. But most of that was just he has to get incentives to make that money. But Derek Carr, very good fit for New Orleans, and that's that's crazy because I could have, I would have thought maybe he's gonna land as a Panther or or a Commander. You know, so – or indie, but
1: – The Saints really are a good fit for Derek card Like you said, you wouldn't really think of this a couple weeks ago because it just – I don't know. It just didn't really come up. But they – even if they were to lose Michael Thomas, like we were just talking about, they still have the tools to be a great offense. Like they really – Kamara's already proven. Chris is getting there. Like he had a really good rookie season. They have – like you said, too, they're only – a few pieces on that offense, like they can use another offensive lineman, and just like a couple pieces here and there. But they're they're very close to becoming a contender, dude. They're a quarterback away, and like I said, not a Super Bowl contender, like a like a playoff contender.
0: I yeah, and I I also think, dude, with A too, you need a, you need at least a receiver because I think who do they have? Deontay Harris, right? It's he has you know, his
3: moments. He's not. I mean, they have Jarvis Landry that could work. Yeah, no, he, Landry.
0: No offense, I actually like Jarvis Landry. He Sucks. He's, he, I think he's getting he towards. Just, he's yeah. He, so do I. I feel he's towards the end of his career, and he's a guy that you look at as your fourth wide receiver.
1: Did he they didn't have, do
0: much for the Saints? He didn't do much for the Saints. Do they
1: have Devontae Parker too? No, that's the, no, p- the Pats. Is it the Patriots? That's what I was thinking in the back yeah. of my head.
0: But no, Dylan. I don't. I. I know you're. You might be disagreeing with me. I do not believe that Jarvis Landry is is a number, even a number three anymore. Yeah. I mean,
3: I'm. A, I'm a little biased with Jarvis. I always liked him. I. I don't know. He's just. He's just one of them guys that just like. You know, we all have those players that we just like them for some unknown reason. We just root for them. But uh, I don't know. I think if I'm Chris Alave, I'm begging the organization right now to get Derek Carr because if he gets Derek Carr in a couple years he'll get his money because he's gonna have a quarterback that could actually get him mm-hmm. the ball.
0: yeah de- and Derek Carr's proven yeah yeah
3: so I mean I and I think I think Alave is one of the more talented receivers in the NFL I know he was just a rookie this year and he didn't have that great of a year he had a very good year for a rookie but like if he gets a quarterback look out
1: That's what I'm saying, dude. They're a quarterback away. Like that. And then Kamara too, dude. Kamara's one of the best receiving running backs in the entire league, dude. I think though, so I'd watch out with him.
0: I think Kamara is getting I think Kamara's getting fed up with New Orleans to be. The quarterback
1: situation, I think, dude. I don't think Kamara...
3: Ever since they lost Drew Brees, Who's man, at? he's not getting yeah he might what be. he deserves, dude. He, might, he, he deserves might not be playing next year. He might be suspended. Yeah, yeah. And I forgot that, was, that they were carrying that over. That was being postponed for this year, but he's probably in some trouble.
0: Mm-hmm. I yeah. saw that too. It's a shame. Yeah, definitely. What um, what I wanted to ask is then what uh players like that with Derek Carr, Josh Jacobs is now gonna say he's gonna play under the franchise tag. What about that then? He's like well, Josh Jacobs? I lo-
1: I really like Josh Jacobs, dude. I've I've liked Josh Jacobs since he was at Alabama and I think he's a an extremely good fit for Vegas and I think that they really should tag him and hang on to him as much as possible. He led the league in rushing, obviously he's young and he's he's only gonna get better, dude. They the Raiders don't really have a line. You know what I mean? Like, he's a young player, dude, just starting to get better and better and better. And he's, like I said, he's proven he led the league in rushing. So, why not tag the kid and, and move forward with him? You know what I mean? He's he's a really good player, dude. If you don't, he's just going to go somewhere else and do the same thing he proved that he can do. It. He's not doing it with a line. You know what I mean? It's not a Miles Sanders. I mean, I like Miles Sanders. Don't get me wrong. I really do. But it's not a Miles Sanders situation where he's starting to have this breakout year with the best line in the league. It's not the same situation. Josh Jacobs is doing this with literally one good offensive lineman, maybe two. Like there's not that much talent over there on the line in the Raiders and you, you got to hang on to him.
3: I think, I think that they're doing the right thing. I think uh, franchise tagging him just like Dallas is doing with Tony Pollard. I mean, it just came out that they're – the Cowboys are expected to just put the franchise tag on him, which is exactly what I want them to do. Get one more year out of him, just like you're gonna. the Raiders are going to do with Josh Jacobs, and then get rid of him. You just don't pay the running back. I mean, the franchise tag is set at $10 million. So, I mean, that's still kind of a lot for a running back, but at the same time, it's like – at least it's better. But he just
1: led the league, you know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, he, well, he for that.
0: the year that he can.
3: Yeah, but just like Pollard, he had like one – really good year besides that it's been like,
0: jacob Jacobs has always been consistent Jacobs has always been
1: consistent yeah, yeah. and he's the primary running back it tony Pollard is not an every down running back
3: it was nothing like this year though this year was you know spectacular yeah you know, like fun. you could tell it's because it's what they do you're playing for the money you're gonna play better
0: yeah i i believe it's it's uh, a big thing like how steve said Pollard, Pollard maybe may or may not be an every down running back eventually. He could
1: be, yeah, but, he's- but
0: also he's not in that system to go and be the every down running back. Um, one thing I wanted to go and shoot on, I was I I just want your guys' opinions on this. I was bsing about it the other day, and dude, it just irritates me. I can't wait till this guy gets freed from Houston, Brandon Cooks. That guy was a beast. I just wanted to say this. Shout out to Brandon Cooks. For years, dude, with the Patriots, the Saints, the Rams, he was a freak. A freak. A top five receiver in the league. Once he went to Houston and chased that little bit of money, he's gone now. No one talks about Cooks. There's a lot of trade rumors, but Houston is not freeing him. And everyone asks him, what do you think about Brandon Cooks? Is he still alive? Yeah, I think he's thirty. I think he's twenty nine or thirty. I think he's
1: actually thirty one. No, he de- he definitely
2: wants out. Like he's he's come out and said it before. Like it, it's obvious, but it's just the matter of fact if if he's if they're gonna find some for him. Do you get? Like, they're they're not just gonna let him go and walk. You know,
0: out. he might end up coming to Dallas. Because... I was just gonna
1: say that. Imagine if he went to Dallas Dylan. So yeah, then.
3: So then, where, where do you
0: think OBJ lands then? Well,
3: when it comes to, uh, Brian, maybe before the trade deadline, Dallas was about to trade for him. Like, and it hit four o'clock, four o'clock is the deadline. They were like the last, like two minutes, Jerry Jones was going back and forth with Houston. And it was like this close. They just couldn't agree because like Jerry didn't want to take the full, like, I think he's making like 20 mil a year or something.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's making a big shit. it, It was,
3: it wasn't over like anything how many draft picks or this or that it was the fact that jerry was gonna have to take all the money that he was worth, Mm -hmm. and that was the whole reason they got rid of amari cooper so like he now that he that this year is out of the way i don't know how much cheaper his contract gets if it does or maybe they could work out a deal but i remember he unfollowed houston on everything right before the trade deadline he was mad that he didn't get traded he was like this organization's playing with a man's like feelings and all this stuff like so uh, he's definitely going somewhere
1: I just yeah. want to say about the OBJ thing since we were saying about Cooks. Where where do you guys think he would honestly end up to? Because I really do kind of see him end up being like a Patriot or maybe even like a Raven.
0: I couldn't tell you, man. I, I think that's a, a big up in the air. With yeah, him. it was up
1: in the air with him, dude. Yeah,
0: like it was cool. It was cool last year. Uh, in the last when he was supposedly coming back. It was cool because then it was like, all right, you know the contenders right now that are happening, but I, I honestly couldn't tell you. Honestly. I'm honestly
1: not a big OBJ fan, to be honest with you.
0: I feel, I feel like he'll go wherever he wants to, honestly. Yeah, well, any any team's gonna take Odell, Ethan. That's yeah. you know, I mean, like
2: he's gonna he's gonna do like kind of what LeBron did when he went to the Lakers. Like he could have went, he could have went to the Sixers. He could have went. The Knicks, like he could have went anywhere, but he chose L.A. because he wanted to live in L.A. and he wanted to set up like his future life in L.A. So I feel like OBJ is kind of in like that point of his career where he wants to kind of start settling down.
1: And He does have the kid and stuff
3: now. Well, the the two uh, the two places that I, have, I think he could end end up going back to the Rams because he was very happy there. He, he wasn't going to go to. But, like, now, like, they're going to be shopping for a receiver this offseason. Like, the the whole – what's his name? Uh,
0: Robinson. Robinson
3: just did not work out at all. That
1: was a train wreck.
3: So, I think, like – I think that he could go to L.A. And I also think something else could happen. If the Giants don't pay Saquon, I think Saquon and Odell could end up going to the Chicago Bears, having Saquon and Justin Fields running the ball, and then – have Odell helping helping out a receiver there cuz they need receivers and they have so much cap. So that could to be something that the Bears jump on so they could like eventually start winning some more football games.
0: Yeah, that's a big one. That's a that's a good take.
3: That's definitely a possibility.
0: Cuz I know I know Odell wants to play with Saquon again.
3: And and I mean, like I said, like Odell's or Saquon's going to want some money and just the weapons haven't that's like it's like the same thing like it, imagine like wherever Lamar's at, imagine, like, say Quan with Lamar. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
3: like running the ball, like, you run a read option. What are you supposed to do as a defense?
1: It sucks, too, too because the Giants – it sucks, like, with the Kenny Galladay thing for the Giants, man, because he – it's like another Allen Robinson story over there. It's just not working out. And they paid – but they paid him so much money, dude. Like, that really sucks. Dude. And even if you wanted to trade him – Nobody's gonna pick up that trade for that money, you know what I mean? Like that that's just a shame, dude.
0: Yeah, Galladay was a waste going to New York. That's easily they can't even release him.
1: What did they pay him twenty mil a year for four years?
0: Yeah, he got like a four year seventy seventy some mil contract. That's
1: That's crazy, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. So I mean, was, what Odell East? I know you had something to say. I seen you got cut off. What you have to say about Odell? About Odell? Yeah, yeah.
2: Where, where, I think, where, I, where I think he, I think I think he could probably stay in L.A. Yeah, I think he he, he might go back to the Rams.
0: I seen there was there, there was these kids on TikTok, dude, who live actually like three houses from him in L.A. These like kids. So yeah, I can see him like staying in L.A. like trying to make a home. Whether it's the LA Chargers, if Keenan Allen gets cut, even though they have no money.
1: That's a good one, dude. There's
0: ways, though. There's a lot of ways that you can go and restructure stuff to get. But, dude, Odell is a guy right now. He said, he's like, I'm in my final stages of my career. I want that money and I want that the years. It's not a one year deal, he wants a multiple year deal. So we'll see what happens with him. I can see him going back to the Rams. Maybe there's a, a possible, though, he's like, if I want out, whatever. But I don't know if the Rams are ever going to come back to what they were. Um, Kittle said Purdy has a job to lose, and Trey Lance said he wants a chance. If you're going into 2023 and 2024 season, do do you take Brock Purdy over – over trey lance and obviously i think that's a yes yeah but what do you do with trey lance then you sit him or trade him
1: i would i would try to trade trey lance while he's young and you can still get something out of him because i think that's just a it's weird to say too because they went to the same school and i'm pretty sure that they got drafted both with the second overall pick It's, it's just another carson wentz story over there dude with with trey lance like it's not it's not working out over there for him. Dude, what does he have? Four games worth of snaps or something like that in two years? That That's really not good, dude. I don't even think it's worth hanging on to him anymore. Try to get rid of him like you can kind to of a team that's desperate. That's what I would do. I think,
2: I think the 49ers are going to ride with Trey Lance, honestly.
1: I think? You think, think going to ride with him?
2: I think, yeah. I think he'll be the day one starter. I think – I, I They'll see how he plays plays out because I mean you say he only has he's only played what four four games.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: He hasn't had the opportunity to play in any more. His first year he was he was benched the whole year. His second year he got hurt. So I don't I don't think there's a big enough sample size for them to say okay, we're getting rid of him. Cause being being the second overall pick, you have so much potential. Like, I, I don't I don't think they're just gonna let him go.
1: But that's why I think you trade him because he still has all that value being the the second overall pick. You know what I mean? Yeah, but well, I
2: don't, I don't you know. You also lose, lose a lot of money. I don't know anyone that's gonna be willing to trade for him.
1: When that's true. He's only
2: played so many games and already towards
1: ACL. That is true. Yeah.
0: There's teams that would be willing to give up something for him, obviously, but yeah, but not. Will. I I agree. Yeah, I agree with you. Who who wants to do that when he's played how many games? But wow, you're thinking that they'll go and like do that to Purdy? To be honest,
2: well, I I don't I don't even know if Purdy will be available for Week One. He
0: he's supposed to be ready by training camp. I don't
2: know. I think I I feel like they'll start (laughs) Trey Lance, and if he starts performing badly, they'll put Purdy in.
3: Is he going to be ready or is he going to be game ready? You know what I mean? There's, there's well, a- dude,
0: you, in training camp, day. you have training camp, and then you have a couple months till the yeah. Super Bowl – or not Super Bowl, until the regular season. Yeah. I don't know. I, know. I should have put the beers down a little bit ago. I'm saying the Super <laughs> Bowl is happening right after training camp. <laughs> You're starting your but, Super
3: Bowl bender
0: right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, we're going on a little Thursday to Sunday one, so we'll <laughs> see. But um, all right, we'll go off of the party. What about Brady. yeah, Tom Brady broadcasting in twenty twenty four, making three seventy five a, a mil a year. But Br- Dylan said, "What'd you say, Dylan? <laughs> Why twenty
3: twenty four? Are you taking your one year of retirement so you could just enjoy a year, do the things you've been wanting to do for how many years now? But that just seems a little bit odd to me because yeah, you train all year around, but in football, it's not like basketball." Football, you have six months off a year, technically. I mean, yeah, you wake up, you know, you train in the morning and stuff, but like he could take a week off and stuff to do with things he always wanted to do then. So I just think it's all set up because, you know, who who was on the podcast last week, Bill Belichick, it's getting set up that it's just going to come out of nowhere. Brady's going to be coming back to New England and he's going to be with Belichick and they're and Gronk's coming back too. Gronk retired last year. He took his year off just like he did before he came to the Bucks, and he's gonna come back to New England, and there's gonna be one last dance. There's no way. I think, sure. I, I'm, I'm telling you, I just think I think Brady does, he he says he doesn't like the attention, and he just doesn't. He want it loves enough. it. He, he loves he it. He absolutely loves it. You don't just retire, come out of retirement. He's probably sitting at uh, his ex-wife's door right now doing the open the door. You know, like the door. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's. <something. laughs> because he just retired and then when she says nine nah, taking your back it's all right well then i guess i'm going back to play <laughs> i mean
1: i go ahead ethan
3: as
2: crazy as that sounds i i i don't doubt <laughs> it like i said i said a couple weeks ago before brady retired i was like i don't know where he's gonna play but i wouldn't be surprised if he if he's playing another year so i i i, I wouldn't doubt it and he he does he does love the attention he he, de- he definitely... Oh, my God. I don't, need, I don't even
0: know. I have to start crying. <laughs> I, I don't think that he, gonna think he is going to come back.
3: back. I'm but, sure he's just laughing right now thinking about the open the door. Like, it's <laughs> so, so stupid.
0: <laughs> what, what do you think, Steve?
1: I don't know, man. I don't think he is going to come back because I just think he's at the point of his life where he honestly... Why should he? But I do think that that is a pretty good take man i do think that i mean but minus the gronk thing i don't think gronk's gonna come back but i do think if brady was to come back he would go to new england i think that would be the only way that he would come back honestly
0: yeah well i i would say maybe even a raider but But for now
1: for now i think we've seen the end of the goat man
3: yeah here comes edelman out of the tunnel too (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. jo- Julian Julian's a good he he deserves a little bit he deserves another fucking off oh, some <laughs> playing time but uh we'll wrap this up thank you for watching episode 9 in a fade stay tuned we got the Chilled your podcast UFC podcast coming out tonight and um in about a week we'll have the NBA podcast thank you so much for tuning in
2: we'll see you guys in the off season Go Chiefs season the off season